This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Third and nine at the 46. Hurts facing a four-man rush over the middle. It's intercepted. Picked off by Tony Adams. Adams on the run. Breaking tackles. Tossed down inside the 10. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Kevin Kugler with the call this past weekend. An uncharacteristic three-interception game for Jalen Hurts on the road at the New York Jets. That last one going to Tony Adams. Returned all the way down to the eight. Next play, Brees Hall touchdown. And the Jets would win. Um, against Philadelphia 20-14. to 14. So the Eagles coming off that loss will now host the Miami Dolphins coming up on Sunday Night Football. We'll be joined by Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger in just a moment to talk about the Eagles and the Dolphins and the rest of the games coming up in Week 7 in the NFL. But Ken, while we have a second tier, and we talked about this with Rob in the last segment, right, with this Browns-Colts game, um, we've seen some line movement in this game throughout the day today where, you know, there's we Deshaun is spotted at practice. The spread goes up to three. And then Watson speaks to the media and says, well, actually, I'm not practicing today, but I think I'm going to play on Sunday. And the spread ticks down to Browns minus two and a half. Like, any thoughts here with the, the Browns and the Colts with more Deshaun Watson uncertainty? Yeah, it definitely makes it uh, like a tricky handicap is the wrong word. Like, finding an entry point is really difficult. And, you know, this this just speaks to something that we talk about all the time, right? That, you know, you, you see something move in the market. And, you know, like reporters or people that don't aren't like into sports betting, but just kind of like loosely follow it, maybe cover the league. They'll they'll see something like that and be like, oh, like somebody knows something like, oh, like there's always like this mysterious information that people have that other people don't have. And then you look at what happened today and it's like, oh, no, people literally just tried to jump the gun on that. They thought he was playing and then he walked it back and then everybody tried to jump the gun on him walking it back. <laughs> like that's it's literally just like whatever was public, people bet. And then another thing was public and people bet the opposite way. Like that's, that's all that happened. Like nobody knows anything. Like that's not what's going on here. You look at all, all the quarterback games work like that. Like just the movement in Raiders bears, like there was like a, which we'll do a little bit later, like a tiny bit of optimism that maybe fields will play and Raiders still no idea. Like, where do you think the line's going? And you know, with Watson, it's kind of the same thing. So consensus price in the market right now for, uh, for Browns is uh, like two and a half, Two and a half. Most of the two and a halfs are, are minus 15. There's like one really super priced three if you really still wanted to bet the Colts still at that number. Uh, and the total, basically, while all this was going on, the total basically hasn't changed. Like 40 consensus price in the market. And obviously, you know, like a very low total. People are like, oh, Shane Steichen overs again. Be like, against this defense, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> like, I don't think With that's going to happen Minshew. necessarily. Yeah, and, and Gardner Minshew, obviously, uh, playing against that defense. Like, that that cross-match is, uh, is a little rough. So, yeah, it look, looks like, you know, for now, until we get more updates tomorrow, honestly, going to hold, like, Browns less than three, uh, and the total still right about 40. All right, so Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger joins us now here on the show. You got to check out Baldy's new show, and I love the idea for this show. This is awesome. I'm going to add this to my daily rotation. The new Odyssey original podcast, it's called 
the best football show, and Baldy's like the best football analyst there is, so I think that it's a pretty appropriate name, featuring daily breakdowns of the most important storylines across the league. You basically get like hashtag Baldy's breakdowns in audio form. There's a video component of it as well. I just saw it on Baldy's Twitter, so you got to check out the best football show and Odyssey original podcast, hosted by our good friend, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, Brian Baldinger, who joins us now on the show. Baldy, it's Nick and Ken. What's going on? Welcome back to the show. Happy Week 7. Yeah. Uh, just the same to you, Nick and Ken. Good to be with you guys. Baldy, why don't we start with the game that you're going to call, just because we were just talking about this. I'm sure you probably heard it as we were uh, as we were getting you on the air, just talking about this Cleveland-Indianapolis game. So obviously, you know, Deshaun Watson kind of says, like, I don't know if I'm going to be ready. Maybe I'm not going to play. So there's a little guesswork here, a little mystery, but it seems like kind of no mystery in the other side of the ball. Cleveland's defense against Gardner Minshew kind of seems like a mismatch. The, the Browns right now, where we don't know who's going to play quarterback, are two-and-a-half-point road favorites. No matter who plays quarterback, Baldy, you, could you see the Browns getting a win against Indianapolis? Just have to win the game, basically, to cover the spread. No, I can see it, Ken. I mean, that was some performance last week. And, you know, it's a week-to-week league, so you can't always guarantee that. But that was a great game plan. And really what it involved last week was, you know, a lot of teams are, are, are really afraid to press man-to-man coverage against the 49ers because of all the motion and shifting that goes on. And – Cleveland said, to heck with it. We're, we're going to press Martin Emerson, Denzel Ward, uh, Greg Newsom. We're going to press the receivers, and it worked. And then they, they just attacked the line of scrimmage with Jeremiah Russo-Koromoa and Walker and, you know, the defensive front. And really, they smothered and suffocated the 49ers. And I can see them doing something similar just like that to the Colts. That's the Browns on the Colts coming up on Sunday. Baldy will be on the national radio call of that game. Baldy, let's go to Sunday night. I'm really excited to talk to you about this game and get your analysis for it. As the Eagles host the Dolphins, Jalen Hurts, like an uncharacteristic three-interception game for him as the Eagles lose to the Jets on Sunday. Miami keeps on rolling, albeit against lesser competition, rolling it up on Bryce Young and the Panthers. The Eagles about a two-point home favorite on Sunday night. The total in the game is 52, so kind of like a two-parter here. Like, who do you think wins the game, Eagles and Dolphins, and do you think this is going to be a really high scoring game or lower scoring game like how do you see it playing out who wins on Sunday night I think it's gonna be a high scoring game Nick I think the Eagles will come out on top and I think because the matchup is just way different than what Miami saw a week ago against Carolina I mean I just think the Eagles up front um, especially if Jalen Carter plays and I believe he'll play and if Lane Johnson's back in the lineup I think he'll be back in the lineup I think when those guys get back, I think the Eagles are the best team in the trenches in the league. And I think that makes a difference. Although, watching Mike McDaniel and this offense, you know, like the way all have, I mean, they're fun to watch, and there's a ton of play action and misdirection. And, I mean, it can get you all tangled up. But ultimately, the way you beat all of that is just physically just whipping people at the line of scrimmage. Eventually, um you know, I think Hassan Reddick and Carter and those guys, I think their defensive front is going to prevent Miami from doing a lot of things that they, that they did last week and have done in, in various weeks. But I think the Eagles get back on track. I think they run the ball well against the Dolphins. They got away from that last week. And um, I think because they're better in the trenches, I, I like the Eagles to win the game. 
Baldy, I think at the start of the year, we would have looked at the schedule for this week and we, we probably would have circled Chiefs Chargers as like, oh, well, this is going to be like unquestionably the game of the week. It's Herbert and Mahomes and the Chargers had a ton of hype coming into the year, which they've had for the last couple of years. But just because of how they played and, and obviously how they played Monday night against Dallas, not that they played poorly, like they obviously had a chance to win the game, but just the record's not great. Maybe playoffs slipping away. And now here comes Patrick Mahomes and kind of like an interesting situation. So the point spread for this game, Baldy, at Arrowhead, the Chiefs five and a half point home favorites and kind of a low total sometimes I, I won't even give you the total on the game but we think of these games as shootouts usually but because of how the teams have played this year the total is only 48 usually it's in the 50s when these teams play so do you kind of see it that way maybe lower scoring than what we've seen from Mahomes and Herbert and uh, what do you make of this game with the Chiefs five and a half point favorites man I think the Chiefs are the best defensive football like they they don't have a weakness like they just their corners the way that they you know They'll have no fear of Keenan Allen, as good as he is. They'll have no fear going luxurious need or, uh, you know, Trent McDuffie on them. Like, they'll uh, – Jalen Watts. I mean, they're just good across the board. They don't have any answer. I don't believe the, Chief, the Chargers have an answer for Chris Jones inside. Um, he's just so disruptive. And, you know, the Chargers cannot run the ball. They try. But it's just, it's just a wasted down. Like, they can't move the line of scrimmage. Um, they tried last week. It didn't work. So now you're saying, okay, Justin Herbert just be Superman. Well, they, you know, they asked him to be Superman the other day. He missed, you know, deep shots to Keenan Allen twice. He wasn't Superman. I mean, he's he's a good quarterback, but he's not Superman. And they have played the Chiefs tough in the past. Um, they beat him in Arrowhead two years ago. But I just think the Chiefs are just so complete right now. I know the offense isn't lighting it up. Um, and so, you know, maybe that, you know, the score stays down a little bit. Uh, the way it sort of suggests it might. But I just think defensively, the Chiefs will be in every game a chance to win every game because of their defense right now. Yeah, the defense is absolutely ridiculous for the Kansas City Chiefs. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a wonderful football Wednesday. Great to be talking the NFL with Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger. You got to check out Baldy's new show. And like, I love the idea for this show. It's called The Best Football Show. It's basically hashtag Baldy's Breakdowns that you check out on Twitter in audio form. So check out The Best Football Show hosted daily by our pal Brian Baldinger on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Baldy, I, I can't wait for this Lions-Ravens game on Sunday in Baltimore. I... I like Detroit a little bit in the game. I think Detroit's got an identity. I don't know if Baltimore has one right now. I'm curious what you think about the Lions and the Ravens. Baltimore is a three-point home favorite against Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, and the Lions. I'm with you, Nick. I, I mean, when I watch Detroit, like, no team has improved more. I mean, they were the 30th run, the 30th ranked run defensive football a year ago. They're presently the number one ranked run defense. Now, that's what Baltimore wants to do. That's what they're good at. Um, you know, defending Lamar in the run game is difficult for anybody. But I think they have a lot more team speed. Alex Anzalone's playing great football. Like, I just think they've got the, the, the players and the playmakers on defense to match up right now. And then offensively, I, I'm sure you saw it, but this Jameson Williams has a component to this team. I haven't seen Tyreek Hill can run like that. There's not five guys in the league that can run like Jameson Williams. Like, that guy can just run right by you. He scares me. And you add him to Amon Ross and Brown and, you know, Sam Laporte and the guys that they have. I, I think Detroit's playing really good football. I think it will travel well. I like them to win the game outright. Although I do like a lot of elements of Baltimore. They've given up the fewest touchdowns in the league this year. Uh, they're really deep on the defensive line. 
They've got really good play from Jadevian Clowney and Kyle Van Noy. This Justin Matabike is just exploding in front of us right now. And the two linebackers are as fast as any linebackers in the league in Queen and Smith. So I, I like Detroit, but I, I think, like you, I think this is going to be the game of the week. I think we're all going to learn a lot about the league and these two teams this week. Baldy, really interesting game in, in Los Angeles this week. Steelers off the bye, go to play the Rams, who obviously the offense has been pretty good with Cooper Cutback and Puka Nakua and Stafford, and they're kind of cooking a little bit on offense. The Rams, just a three-point home favorite figure, probably going to be a lot of Steelers fans there too. So what do you make of this game? Steelers off their bye, obviously, two weeks ago, that crazy went over Baltimore. Uh, Rams, a three-point favorite in this game. Well, it was really good to see the connection between uh, Stafford and Cooper Cup last week got to they got in their first touchdown. It looked like you know the Rams circa 2021. I mean, that's he's got three, four really good options to throw to. You know, if you add you know Higby and uh, Tutu to Atwell to it, you know, along with Nakua, I mean, that's four really good options. They've protected him pretty well. Um, now, I'm not going to say that they're going to shut out you know T.J. Watt. They won't, and Alex Highsmith. You know, they're, they're good to the quarterback, but I just feel like. The timing of this Rams offense is really good. It's a shame they lost Kyron Williams because that second-half performance against the Cardinals last week was second to none that I've seen this year. Uh, so that's that's going to hurt it. But defensively, the Rams are pretty good. Like, they got a good front. This Byron Young just keeps getting better and better every week. It's not Aaron Donald and a bunch of nobodies. They're pretty good on that side of the ball. And we haven't seen Pittsburgh play four quarters of offense yet. We don't really know what they are outside of we know that George Pickens is going to get a lot of targets, but we don't know a whole lot else about this offense. So I'd say the Rams, even though the yellow towels, the terrible towels be waving there, I feel like the Rams are a team that people just aren't paying enough attention to. They're, they're a lot better than what people thought they were going to be, and I think they give the Steelers all they can. Do. I think they'll win the game. Absolutely love it. I and I just love that I woke up this morning and like the one of the first thing I did was picked up Miles Gaskin in like four fantasy leagues with all the running back injuries in the Rams because I am a hashtag sicko. Baldy, let's close with this. The Buffalo Bills are eight and a half point road favorites at Mac Jones, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots. Can you envision this? And I guess like the wind is going to be potentially really bad, and maybe it could be like uh, the the game they played a couple years ago on Monday night, where like Belichick outfoxed Sean McDermott in that game. Is there any reason to believe that the Patriots can keep the game close on Sunday at home against the Bills? Well, you know, look, the Bills put up all of fourteen points against a dreadful Giant defense. Now they played a lot better, but they got fourteen points against them last week. And you look at Buffalo and you go, okay, they're going to throw to Stephon Diggs a lot. But if he doesn't get over the top on you, they don't score. Like, they're having trouble. Just, you know, they're so up and down. I don't know what Buffalo team. But the the Patriots just look so slow to me in every phase. They just don't look like they have playmakers. they got to manufacture points in ways that are just hard to do against sound teams. I like the way Buffalo's playing defense right now, even with the loss of Milano and Tredevious White. Like, you know, this Terrell Bernard is some kind of player, and Dorian Williams is good, and they got Rousseau back. Like, I, I think Buffalo is 10 points better. So if it's eight-and-a-half-point line, I like, I like the Bills to go in there and, you know, cover. I mean, it makes up for all the years where Buffalo couldn't beat New England. Like, for a decade, they couldn't beat them. 
it looks like it's now time to like turn the tables on this uh, in this uh, rivalry. Does it make up for it though? Um, I'm not <laughs> Giants I'm not, fan. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a Bills fan, so I'm not. I'm not so sure. Uh, it's awesome to have Baldy on the show. And like, if you follow Baldy on Twitter at Baldy NFL, you check out hashtag Baldy's breakdowns. If you like that, you'll love the best football show. You got to check it out. A new daily NFL podcast hosted by our pal Brian Baldinger on the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Baldy, safe travels this weekend. Have a great call of the Colts and the Browns. Stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. You got it, Nick. Take care, Ken. See you guys. I got to tell you, man, it's a great idea by Odyssey. We are capable of having some good ideas sometimes. It's a great show idea for Baldy. Coming up on the other side, more line movement for Week 7 in the NFL. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.